Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. I'm really looking forward to our conversation today with Laura Stolman. She's the director of the film Swim Team, which is a chronicles the rise of a competitive swim mm. team made up of diverse teens on the aut- autism spectrum. Based in, as I said, Perth Amboy, New Jersey, the cast of Swim Team is largely Latino and Asian. Uh, and it's, it's about them. It's about their families. It's about the, their lives. And a wonderful film. Let's welcome Laura Stolman to film school. Laura, welcome. Thank you. What a welcome. Happy yeah. to be here. Well, let's start. How did you get to know about the uh, about the swim team, about the, uh, and I got that right, Hammerheads, right? Right, the Jersey Hammerheads, yeah. uh, based in Perth Amboy, New Jersey. Yes. So I am, I'm a filmmaker, as you know, but I'm also a mom. I have three kids, and one of my kids is on the autism spectrum, uh, and I was looking for swimming lessons actually for him and swimming is so important for our kids because drowning is actually the leading cause of death for children on the autism spectrum so i it was really important for me and my husband that my son learned how to swim and as i was looking for the right uh program i found these incredible people these um a, a husband and wife team coach mike and and his wife maria and they were, at the time, this was the fall of 2013, they were putting together a Special Olympics team, and they were recruiting kids on the spectrum. And Coach Mike said to me, this team is going to dominate the competition. <laughs> and nobody talks that way about kids with autism right. and developmental disabilities. Right. And I was you know, immediately swept up. <laughs> it's true. It, and Mike is a wonderful man father coach he really uh in so many ways is a great for, in terms of the the film a, a bridge or a window into the world in in addition to uh his dedication and his love of his own child as well as the the, the team itself it's great to see the husband and wife uh, combination in, in in this film um so uh so what was was there any reticence was there any sort of resistance to you being so intimately, and I really want to get into this at some point during our conversation, the level of of access and the intimacy we see in the lives of these parents and with their kids. But what was that initial reaction to you being there as a filmmaker? You know, it was definitely a process, uh, gaining the trust of the families and uh, figuring out, um, you know, which families would be featured in the story. Uh, and, you know, part of that figuring out was uh, really developing relationships with with all the families. And I visited everybody at their homes. Uh, I went to practices even when, um, you know, we were before we started shooting. Uh, actually, the the team comes together and practices for the very first time as a team um, in January of 2014, and we happened to be there with our cameras. Uh, so we were really lucky. We got there at the very beginning of the season, and uh, and yet still it was a process of, um, you know, gaining trust and getting to the point where 
these everybody forgot we were there. You know, definitely took some time, and all the kids waved at the cameras. You know, for weeks. Right. We spent right. a lot of time. Right. We spent a lot of time saying, you know, oh, just please don't wave. Just pretend <laughs> we're not here. Uh, and it took it took longer, certainly, with this crew than it probably would have taken with typical kids to you, stop the waving. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that because I actually that crossed my mind because I, well, anytime I see a documentary. I, I wonder how long it takes for that process because it just it's just not a normal thing to have a camera in your face a lot like these these people do. And at one point, the ability of you as a filmmaker, a director, to be able to put them in a comfortable place where they stop paying attention is also a testament to, to that process. But I wondered about it with this film as well. That's funny you should bring it up because they, they don't. I mean, very rarely do I see anyone look at the camera in your film. So, again... It really helps not break that fourth wall when you're doing a documentary anyway. But uh, you've gained their confidence. And then so, again, your access and and the parents and the kids' acceptance is really a remarkable part of the film. So, Thank you. It was definitely, you know, I do think it's what sets this film apart. Um, You know, like I said, we were, I was, I basically, my, my crew and myself, and I had a very small crew, we basically became part of the team, you know. I mean, we weren't actually on the team, obviously, but I was there so much. I was there even when we weren't filming, um, you know, to develop the relationship because when you're making a, you know, a verite film like this um, and, you know, the goal is to, to get those intimate moments, you have to really develop deep relationships with the characters and they're, they're part of, they become part of the filmmaking team basically um and and it and then you, it gets to the point where those they they forget the cameras are there and we we definitely got to that point i think it would have been harder certainly for a filmmaker who wasn't part of the community the yeah. way i was and you know i'm saying that because i'm the mother of a child with autism i wasn't literally part of their community you know we didn't we we didn't have a lot of other things in common but that was something that was you know, definitely made it easier for me to to, to have a pretty, you know, a, a quick rapport with these people um, that developed and, you know, became a deeper relationship. Well, you hit on it. Um, you, you just met, you mentioning that that it gives you a – that's what it is. It gives you a deeper – well, the trust level, first of all, coming from the parents is, would be, I would think, a key part of them knowing that you are also a parent dealing uh, with that situation. I, you know, I, I just want to say that it's, you know, I would have, even if I wasn't, um, if, if, even, even if I didn't have, you know, autism, you know, being a caring for somebody, having a loved one with autism, even if I didn't have that in common um, with these folks. I mean, I think that's always, that's always the challenge and that's obvious uh, and always the goal in working on a film like this where, yeah. you know, it's a character-driven film. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, 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 all, it's also a sports movie, you know, in, right. in a very familiar sense. And, we, you know, we have a very, you know, kind of familiar storyline where we're there at the beginning of the season and we follow this team through increasingly more competitive, you know, challenging um, trials. You know, we go, we go from the from the area meets all the way to the nationals. But, you know, the heart of the story are the characters and, right, right. you know, what's happening with these characters. And, you know, it's, it's always important to, 
you know, to really for these characters to get to a point with the characters where they're they're partners in your filmmaking process. But yeah. that was that's I would have approached a film, you know, about any group of characters that way. Right. But you know, this this film has those special moments, um, those really intimate moments that I don't know. You know, I, if we would have been able to get that intimate um, with folks that didn't trust me, you know, yeah. so much. And uh, right. I, I think you know, I, we, we, we got to that place, obviously. Yeah, And I think what, what I think you're saying and I think I'm saying as well is it gets you in the door to some degree. It gets it gives you a, uh, that that initial credibility. But I think you're right as a filmmaker, as someone making this film and uh, you have yeah, it has to go beyond that you have to d- be able to demonstrate that that level of trust they have to be able to trust you and, and it is and you're talking about these characters and they're all compelling as not only are mikey kelvin and robbie compelling but also the parents are also very compelling stories very relatable and understandable and it's a warm-hearted film it really truly is and um tell me uh, I mean, let, let's get into a little bit because the special particular Kelvin particularly I, I had a a real affinity for because he's not just dealing with autism, but he also has another issue, developmental issue as well. And I think it's particularly frustrating for him. It's just that all three of these men are, are very likable. But for Kelvin, I, and I don't know how much detail you want to get into because I want people to go and see the film. I don't want to give too much away, but uh, it, I don't know if you want to talk too much about specifics here. But uh, Oh, I think with Kelvin we have to say because he's such a charismatic individual. You yeah. know, he has Tourette's syndrome as, yeah. well as, yeah. as well as autism. And he has body tics and vocal tics. And yeah. he um, his... His vocal tics are, it's almost like he has a running dialogue in his head of all the things he's not supposed to say. Um, You know, the cursing words, you know, curse words, uh, taboo phrases, uh, and he, but he says them, um, and in all kinds of, uh, you know, situations. And it's, uh, it's something that he's aware of. It's something that, you know, makes him feel self-conscious and causes anxiety. And it's also something that kind of disrupts, um, you know, the people and the, and, and the situations that he finds himself yeah. in. And it's kind of a, one of the running, you know, jokes in the film is that he likes to say the F word. Um, and he um, he kind of thinks it's funny. Uh, but the other kids around him um, right. Don't. Right. on the team and that and that that becomes a problem and yeah. it upsets him too that he's upsetting he, he's upsetting kids on the team um <laughs> and he's such a great advocate for himself you know at first you hear him say you know he says it and then he says i'm you know i'm sorry i curse a lot and yeah. it's kind of cute it's kind of funny but then it becomes increasingly irritating for, for one particular kid on the team who <laughs> yes. gets just so upset when he right. hears it right, uh right. But Kelvin's a very, you know, interesting, charismatic character, and you know, I, I, I've, I've had a lot of, you know, positive response from um, from from folks about him. So that's good. Well, one of the, one of the other things that he does, he he immediately apologizes. It almost in his stream of consciousness speaking when he says something inappropriate, he he's right away apologizing for it, and it's just what I what I appreciate about that in terms of just as another human being is 
it, it gives us an insight into his mind that while they have they, are, they have autism to deal with, these are also people with a degree of intelligence that is difficult for them to often to express. But nonetheless, it's there and, and it comes out in, in these different kinds of ways uh, in the film and in their lives. Uh, it's, it's, again, one of the most humanizing things about the film, too. Um, Swim Team, by the way, we're speaking with Laura Stolman. So you can go to swimteamthefilm.com to find out more about where it will be and all the different awards it's won. It's a very, uh, it's been, it's won a number of awards. How <laughs> better way to say it than that? And uh, a, a terrific film. Uh, also want to talk a little bit about anything else you want to talk about, Kelvin, but I want to talk about uh, Robbie, who is probably, and correct me if I'm wrong, maybe the most high-functioning of the of the kids on the team in terms of his dealing with autism. And there is a moment in the film, again, not to give anything away, with his mom in his bedroom that they're talking about him and his future uh, that is one, it's just a truly uh, wrenching and emotionally charged scene. Um, but uh, Robbie is terrific just as a person and, and his dedication to his, to his swimming. Um, talk a little bit about him, if you would. Yeah, Robbie is, um, you know, he's, he's probably one of the, the most talented swimmers on the team. He's actually on two other teams. So he's on three teams simultaneously. He swims for his high school team. He swims for an elite club. And, and he also swims on the Jersey Hammerheads. And what was interesting about Robbie from the get-go is he didn't know, he wasn't aware of his diagnosis. And his mother actually told me, the reason why she wanted him to be on the hammerhead was so that he could get to know other people like him. And, you know, he had been in more inclusive, more of an inclusive setting, um, I guess, in his high school than, than some of them, than all, probably all of the other kids on the swim team. Yeah. Um, but he still had a lot of, he still has a lot of challenges uh, yeah. and, you know, there's a lot of difficulty with language, a lot of difficulty with understand, you know, comprehension and, um, and, and, and social skills and, you know, other things that, um, you know, people with autism struggle with. And uh, so she needed to tell him this. She thought it was really important. Um, and, you know, I agree uh, that a, an individual with autism needs to be able to advocate for themselves um, and they need to be able to say, I have autism. And this is what you should be aware about me, um, especially, you know, with someone like Robbie, who was he was 16 at the time that we were we started filming and he was becoming becoming an adult and spending more and more time away from his his family and needed to have these tools. So that's why he was on the team. And that scene that you mentioned is, you know, that's the moment, really, where yeah. she says to him for the first time, mm. you know, this is. You you have autism, um, and it was uh, it was a really emotion an emotional moment to film it, and I think it's an emotional moment on on screen as well. Well, and it's also emotional for all the reasons you just said, and also to to kind of ling you know you're in the whoever you I assume you were in there f with him and and this and, I was there and yeah watch, I was and, in the room and watching him process that information and and you know given I I have the impression that you can. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I have a feeling that um, his mother had him at a at a pretty young age, uh, and 
She was. I think she was 18. She was pretty young, yeah. Yeah, that's just, well, yeah, I got the sense. And this is a huge responsibility. It's a huge responsibility to raise children no matter and to have this. And she, and that's another thing about the film. Over the course of the, the time you're with them, there's a maturation process. And you can see it in them. You can see it in the relationship the parents have with them. There, there's a, there's an arc in this in this film that is really fun to to be around to to watch happen. It, is that something that you picked up on early in the filmmaking process? You could see these young men and just you caught them at a at a particularly uh, you know interesting part of their lives, uh, a crossroads of sorts. Did is that a sense that you had in making the film while you that were that was. Well, yeah, that was certainly by design. You know, often I get asked, why did you choose these boys? Because there were 17 kids on the team, and, you know, we focus on three of them. And, sure, I, I definitely felt like these kids are, are on the that, you know, that verge of becoming adults. And this is, you know, this is a, a crucial time for their families, and you know, in terms of figuring out um, – support and services and that's the time when people with with, with ch- when children with disabilities are about to lose a tremendous amount of support from their school districts right. and uh, unfortunately support for adults with autism and developmental disabilities is you know just much less um, available and uh, there's there's much less of it and it's um, it's the time that everyone refers to as falling off a cliff, basically. So I knew that this was they, these boys were approaching, you know, this important, important turning point in their lives. And I also knew that beyond that first six months that we were going to be filming of the swim season, that there would be more. And in fact, there was more. And we ended up filming beyond yeah. that 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 swim season. Um, and, you know, following them, you know, for, for a year after that. And that's when some of the most, you know, uh, satisfying, you know, story um, points, you know, actually occurred yeah. uh, after the, the swim season, right. uh, if you will. Yeah. The so, yeah, it was definitely yeah. in my mind, you know, what the, the, this, this important time in their lives and, you know, they, the, the fact that they're, you know, they were growing and changing, and, and, and that's, I think, what, what makes them so compelling as characters. Yeah, and again, I, you see them going to the prom, you see, you just see things, they're, they're beginning to assert a level of independence that they had not had in the past, and seeing the parents, sort of the transition, uh, the parents are, are grappling with this sort of letting go to some degree, and you know, and, and for a parent, as you could probably well attest, it's not just obviously raising children is is difficult. It's challenging and all the rest of it. But and I don't want to overstate this because I, I all parents care about their children, or at least I would think I hope they do. But the, the, given the challenges, whether it's autism or it's something else, the emotional investment that goes into something like this with a child, it, it's just it's inescapable. You you have to be not only a parent, but you the emotional. You know, that connection, watching them, nurturing them, hoping that they do well, it's really got to be something that is uh, just an immense challenge, struggle, rewarding. What? How would you characterize it? 
Well, I definitely think you see that in Coach Mike and Maria in the film. Um, you know, we hear from the other parents, certainly, but, you know, that's the they their arcs, so to speak, and particularly, you know, the story arc for Coach Mike, I, I think really illustrates what you talked about. You know, he says at one point, you know, I, I, I became a coach, you know, because of my son. Um, but and I didn't know if I wanted to work with with other kids with autism. I didn't know if I would, you know, if I could take the, the aggravation. Yeah. It's not something that you choose, obviously, right. to have a child with, um, you know, with with big challenges. Uh, and then he says, but, you know, doing this, I think, you know, I it's changed my life. And I, I think I became a better teacher and a better father yeah. by having yeah. an autistic son. Um, and I think you really see that in the film, you know, you see how these parents, they're all rising to the occasion. They have to, you know, they have no choice. It's not like they want to, that's for sure. Um, but it's all about love. You know, it's about the the depth of their love and, you know, they will go to the ends of the earth to do what they have to do, um, to help their kids. Uh, and I think that's, you know, that's, that's our story as parents raising kids with with challenges and and I think you definitely see that in this film you really do and uh, I'm just in closing just the last couple of minutes we have with you uh, the reaction of, obviously the film has done very well it's won a number of awards at some prestigious uh, film festivals what has been the impact on on the community of, of, of people? living and 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 living with people with autism have you seen i mean obviously you this will raise the level of awareness and the capability and capacity of people with autism but you also mentioned just a minute ago how this kind of that falling off the cliff part of lo- the lives of people who who live with autism uh, what what do you think are you hearing are you getting some positive feedback in terms of the film Yes, and thanks for asking that question. You know, it's it, it's that would that would ultimately be like the big prize is if this film makes an impact, and um, you know that's the, the greatest award um, or reward that we could hope for. But yeah, you know, we've gotten um, you know we've we're we've gotten a, a, a number of of major organizations very excited about using the film for advocacy, um, you know, and, and making an impact. And uh, and so we're excited about that. Uh, but some sometimes it's it's really the the comments that I get from individuals that um, that make me realize that this film can have the greatest impact um, on the people who watch it. You know, I just heard that uh, a, a doctor um, told uh, told a friend of mine at a party that watching this film um, has changed the way she is talking to her pa- her patient. And that's, uh, that's something that's, you know, it's probably one of the most meaningful comments I've heard, um, you know, in, throughout this whole process. Uh, and, you know, that's, that's the kind of um, change that, you know, we can, you know, we can, we can, we, we, we hope for. And, just so happy to hear that. Well, I'm sure you are, and you should be proud of the work, proud of the film, proud of what this will push the envelope a little bit further. Because as I understand it, and I don't want to go down too far of a tangent on this, but I don't quite, I don't think we know a whole lot about 
autism. We don't know for, a, for the, we've seen this uptick around the country of cases of autism. Uh, there's all kinds of controversy surrounding how it's happening and all the rest of it. But I don't think we have a great understanding of how we can reach people with autism. And I, at least in your film, I'm watching and I'm trying to, as I process the film, I'm thinking, I mean, any kind of engagement that we can provide for people with this, within this condition or in this situation seems to help. And it seems to help a, a quite a bit more more than a lot of other things that have ha- that it may be happening around it. So engagement, stimulation, connection with people those are the challenges, right? And isn't isn't this one avenue, one way? May not be the only way, certainly, but it is a way. Is is that is? Are you getting any kind of mm. feedback on that in that regard, or am I off the off the beam here with my observation? No, I think you're right. I think you're right on it. You know, I've I've had I've had some critics say, you know, this film doesn't get into like it's a bad thing. This film doesn't get into what causes autism. Right. I mean, we don't we don't know what we don't know what causes autism. Right. I, and I'm I'm certainly not an expert. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. Um, I'm a person. I'm a parent. And, you know, this, this film is about how, you know, these, these are individuals who have skills and, and abilities and things to contribute to our communities. And it wasn't that long ago that we shipped them off to institutions. Right. You know, most people still think of Rain Man when you say autism. Right. And we've, we've come a long way, but we haven't come far enough. And we need to include people with autism and developmental disabilities better in our communities. You know, we need to be more inclusive from the time, you know, that they are in preschool. Um, Most of the kids on the team in the film had been excluded since the time they were in preschool. They had been in separate classes, separate schools, didn't have access to recreational sports or other community activities. And, it's such a shame, and it's such a disservice. And uh, yeah. well, I, I, I hope that this film, you know, that that's how it helps. Yeah. That it, 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 it changes hearts and minds, and makes you know makes people realize that you know we we need to do better. We need to be more inclusive. Well, and just what you described, the shame of it is, autism is is a situation, a condition where people shut themselves. I mean, they're shut off. From, because of an inability to communicate, so the, it seems to me it's counterintuitive to put them in a situation where they they don't have the uh, means to communicate. Wh- whatever we can do yeah. to stimulate that that whatever we can to whatever extent we can to be communicative, to so that we have a window into their world and understand better. It seems that will only lead to better solutions, better therapies better everything for them and their lives and for the lives of people around them as well to understand what's going on it uh well congratulations laura uh again it's a wonderful film it's called it's called swim team anything else laura you want to add to that no that was great i i i really enjoyed talking with you thank you so much congratulations on this all the awards and the swim team the film.com thank you laura thank you You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. 
You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.